Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast. My name is Scott and on this episode we're joined by Ben. How you getting on, Ben? You alright? I'm alright. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. You feeling festive yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting there, getting there. And then special guest, he's one of our own, popular member of the Discord community and also top 10 finish in 2021-2022. Matt Woolley, how's it going, Matt? Evening, very good, very good. Feeling festive here, though. Yeah, I see you got your Christmas jumper on. <laughs> yeah, and in London as well, you must be feeling it. All the lights up. <laughs> All the lights, yeah. It's very different to down down in the down in the country. Oh, I feel you left out now. I should have put my Christmas jumper on. I was I was rocking my Declan Rice Christmas jumper the other day at the Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't. Right. Want, I don't want to comment about what Ben's wearing after this weekend. We, we can. We can ignore that. Uh, yeah, we won't talk about that result, mate. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think he, he knows what we're talking about. He he only watches Premier no. League football. Nah. <laughs> no, not a clue. Well, well, got a bit of a, yeah, our goal got a bit of a beating at the weekend by uh, by Ben's Leicester. Not good. Not good. Well, we'll kick things off with a few, because uh, we've not had you on for a little while. We'll kick you off with some little intro questions. How have you been getting on so far this season? So I think that, if I'm honest, I've been enjoying it. It's probably my favourite game this season. So I think, um, I th- if anything, I think it's it's a welcome refresh. I mean, I'm glad it didn't happen two years ago. Um but I think it's I think it's I think it's novel. I think the fact you've got to make transfers every week is good. Um, 
somehow I've been really busy with other things uh, going on in my life, particularly work. Um, but I've been hanging in there in 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 Dream Team, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it. So we were going to ask you then. So far, we you've got your rank there already. So eight hundred and thirty fish. That's a decent start. What about uh, yeah boosters? Any boosters used yet? Yeah. So I hadn't used Park the Bus when uh, when the early Park the Buses used it, and I was feeling a bit nervous um, about that that mountain of looking up to uh, to that gap. Um, so I used two transfers every week to cycle things on. Um, so I used Park the Bus last week, um, which I think since the last pod we've had the the midweek games, um, which didn't didn't add as many points perhaps as I hoped. But thankfully Trent was in the side, so not not a terrible Park the Bus. Um, Forty one points there. So I've used Park the Bus now. Um, still got max cap uh, to go and twelfth man. Nice. Don't use it on Nunes. Do not use it on Nunes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, then we were just going to ask you really, because uh, I mean, we, we talk about the new format all the time, but it's just nice to get a different perspective each week. But thing you're liking the most about the new format and the thing you're liking the least. So I'm liking the quirky chips, um, the kind of park the buses of this world and come on to obviously talk about that a bit more later. So I think that's the new thing I'm liking. Um, and, you know, mixed mixed thoughts on that but i like liking it for novelty value at, at the very least um what i am liking is still the ability to make bus transfers if you like so to make and not not as in park the bus transfers but that notion of the if you get run over by a bus during the week it, that you can make a transfer as soon as the game rolls over which will activate a week later and it's not an fpl where you've you committed to a to the change you can you can reverse it you can you can change it you can react to news. Um, so I, I do like that, and that's that's good. I think the thing um, that I found a couple of times this season on Gaffer and FPL, I've missed deadlines this year. Um, and obviously, Gaffer's not as bad as FPL in terms of the way the price changes work. But in FPL, you know, it's often you want to wait until the last minute um, for good reason. And I have missed a couple um, just due to work. Um, so I do quite like the ability here to make those bus transfers. What I haven't liked uh, is that jeopardy of what happens if you've got a double game week and your double game week player or captain um, gets injured. And I don't think this week it's done me too much harm because it's happened. But I think there are weeks where that could be an absolute disaster. Yeah, that's not looking good. Are we all? Did we all? We'll come on to it, but did we all captain Harland? It looks yeah. like it. <laughs> you, you, you dropped us a text earlier, didn't you, Ben? Because we had a little look at last week's episode, and what was our what was our shouts? Um, we we said Harland <laughs> because of potential hat trick against Luton, and uh, he might miss the Champions League game. Might be rested, and then uh, Andrew said, uh, Trippier, captain, oh. still got another game. I need to Trippier, and he might do well against Milan, especially at home. Newcastle, different team at home, aren't they? Yeah, I've not actually double checked to see if he went for it. We'll have to have a look, have a look yeah, at that in a minute. <laughs> um, so that was the thing you liked the most, did you say the least? Yeah, I, I think the least that kind of jeopardy. I mean, oh, it could course, go in yeah. the but it's um. 
It's a nightmare. That's a nightmare if it goes wrong. If you picked a differential captain against Haaland this week and it had gone the other way around and Haaland had got a hat-trick against Luton and you were the one person who's gone and made a decent choice somewhere else, you're going to feel absolutely gutted. Yeah. We've got a few questions coming about vice-captains. Maybe the introduction of vice-captains, haven't we? So, yeah. Hopefully that gets brought in. But just a quick shout-out to some of the guys in the chat. So we've got Flowerpot Man in there. He's saying hello to Tony and then Plevna as well joining us. Give us a comment. Give us a comment in there as well if you're watching. Let us know. Drop your questions as well and we'll answer those. Uh, but if you are watching, please do leave a like and subscribe to the channel. But we're going to go on to our teams so far. So we'll, we'll let you kick it off, Matt. Got your team up on the screen. Yeah. Got it there? Don't need to change the page. Uh, and so teams up on the screen. It's been, I think, generally a good week at 61 points so far i'm quite happy i've got a lot of double game weekers still to come i realize many of them may only get fleeting appearances so i've still got martinez i've been wanting to get rid of him for a bit of a while but he's never quite been the highest priority transfer uh, he hasn't done awfully he's had a lot of double game weeks he's never really done great i think villa have got a decent enough lineup of defensive fixtures ahead so i might we'll come on to keepers in particular later i've Half tempted to keep him. Um, Zinchenko, Simakas, and Alexander Arnold, they were my saviors on the park the bus week, uh, particularly Trent. Uh, again, decent enough start to the week. I'm not expecting much from those guys in midweek. Um, if I go from right to left abnormally, um, Martinelli, I think he's perhaps on the chopping block um, for my team going forward. Um, Saka's still a beast, so he's he's still in there. James Ward-Prowse. Now, he's on. I've had to, because I've missed out, I have to be honest, in Sky Fantasy, I brought Trippier in, and he's just obviously got his uh, fifth yellow card to him for suspension. What a disaster that was. Um, and equally on that list, James Ward-Prowse on three, so I'm not too worried about him yet. But what I am a bit worried about is... Um, actually some comments that came in the discord and particularly from andy barnett around some of the positions that jwp is playing so i'm going to be monitoring keeping an eye on that trying to go back over some of the data from the last couple of weeks maybe before the end of the week but i think he'll stay for the moment and he may play that second second match of the week uh gordon obviously has got milan still to come probably the least bad newcastle option of the weekend so i'm glad i didn't actually go heavily for their defense and instead i was actually limited on price and i probably would have gone for trippier if it wasn't for the fact i had was a few hundred grand short and pascal gross i thought is probably going to play both matches he's obviously got penalties for brighton didn't have a penalty but got an assist 10 points it was absolutely lovely and i had a bit of a differential moment minutes before the deadline thinking should i put captain on him and i really wish i had um but pascal gross um yeah really happy when he got his assist and i think he got bonus as well so really happy with that choice harland yeah we'll talk a lot about him later but <laughs> like everyone else uh, him. and salah um mr reliable 10 points happy it's a good week all in all who did you bring in this week um so i shifted on two defenders so i shifted on gabrielle and saliba um 
and I feel a bit uncomfortable not having Sleeper in the side. So I think he's just, you know, he's nailed on in the side. He's he's great. So I, I'm, he'll probably come back at some point, but I'm okay at the moment without having him. So uh, pretty sure it was both Pascal Gross and Gordon. I don't think I'd owned Gordon all season in dream mm. teams. But it was those two that came in for my park the bus fourth and fifth defenders. It's a good looking it's team. What's up, Matt? Decent return on the uh, the two that came. Yeah, in. mainly thanks. Gross. You've got any sort of plans plans for? I know you still you still got games to play, haven't you? But so I think one of the so I talked about the kind of early transfer. And the early transfers I made included getting Martinez out to the Bravka. That was the kind of deadline plus one minute transfer I made and. I think then Martinelli was always probably coming out and he was possibly going to another Brighton player. Uh, we'll come on to some of the fixtures, I think. Mm-hmm. Ben will um, talk about fixtures and some some quirks there. And I was kind of thinking maybe double Brighton, even though Michelle Pedro's a bit of a rotationist. But I'm verging towards still getting Martinelli out um, and obviously now Erling Haaland out, I think. And we'll talk probably about replacements that I'm tempted by later. Yeah. That's interesting about Martinez, though, because, uh, I mean, like we said, we're going to talk about goalkeepers, but you've held him through You've held him through the the good fixtures where he didn't do well. Yeah. Then you've then, then he's done really well against the two that you probably would have liked to have taken him out for, and he's got clean sheets yeah. in, against City and Arsenal. Surely, mm-hmm. unless you need the money, unless you need the money. I mean, yeah, I don't... I don't think I do need. To, well, come on to all the advantages. Yeah. Can't you take him out? But I, it was um, there were a couple of factors in keeping him in. I was actually um, there are a few thoughts around Villa at home in evening games that Adam Hopcroft on a different podcast was talking about with the hub. Um, I, they didn't particularly apply to goalkeepers per se, um, and it was always a bit risky. But I think also. I just had going into and out of park the bus, other things to do. Yeah. Well, Arsenal, you got you got the Arsenal guys out, and we've got some tough fixtures coming, isn't it? Brighton, yeah. uh, Brighton and Liverpool. So yeah. you never know. We might do what Villa's done and kept keep clean sheets in the tough <laughs> ones, concede against Luton and Wolves. But we'll <laughs> we'll come on to your team, Shrew Ben. Yeah, I had Martinez in my team. <laughs> <laughs> You've done the reverse. Yeah. Oh, no. I. He had was I just had a look at his stats. He conceded in ten games straight before he played Man City on midweek, and then he got two clean sheets against Man City and Arsenal. That's mad. He got he got on my nerves, so I got rid of him because he just kept conceding that one goal every week. We're just waiting for someone to go on a run, aren't we? That's that's the thing. They they've got got two on the bounce. Everton are looking a bit a bit alright for clean sheets, but no one's really propped up like they did for like United and Newcastle last year. Yeah. Uh, it's, and with the with the games lasting a lot longer now, mm. there seems to be uh, less chance of clean sheets, doesn't there? Yeah, I reckon so. Oh. Yes, yeah, so uh, only 37 points so far. <laughs> um, Kelleher didn't play, but he should play in Europe. So it's not too bad. Um, I brought in Trippier and Lascelles. Um They were my two transfers. Um, who did I sell? 
So Martinelli and Lindelof. So I'm basically this chip has made me start thinking about putting in players who are well. Tottenham they didn't win for them one since October in the league. Like so, and Newcastle have won at won at Spurs in the past. So I thought, yeah, get Trippier in, get the cells in. I wanted um, what's his name. The other one, the fullback, Livermento. Oh yeah, I mm. wanted Livermento instead of Lazelles, really, but I couldn't afford him. Yeah, and I was thinking about getting Trippier, uh, Trent in instead of Trippier, but I don't think uh, Trent will play in Europe, so that's why I was thinking to get the two games out of Trippier. But now he's got his fifth yellow card as well, hasn't he? So <laughs> he'll play midweek in Europe. He'll still pl- he'll. Miss the league match next weekend, Fulham. which is probably you probably if you're going to park the bus, you're probably glad that it's going to get that suspension out of the way. If you're going to if he's going to get a suspension, you better gets it in uh, game week sixteen than in game week seventeen when I want to play it. Um, and they'll, then he'll play in the Carabao Cup, won't he? So yeah. he'll still got he'll still have a fixture next week, so it's not too bad. Um, Saliba. Five points, Simicus three, Bruno Fernandes another two pointer. He's going next week. He's got five yellow cards as well. Yeah, it's a horrible so, time of year, isn't it? Now, for this. yeah, and they've only got a single game week next week against Liverpool, so he he's blanking definitely that week. Um, so it should enable me to be able to get Trent now. Um, Foden eight, Saka seven. Saka keeps getting loads of points in games when the uh, Arsenal lose, doesn't he? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. It, they, they lost the match, and he scored. He scored about six or seven points. It's these games where you think that, like everyone said, oh, he's not done anything. He's not done anything, yeah. and then you look, and he's got like four tackles, three bonus, and a shot on target, or something like that. So yeah, somehow he ticks along. Yeah, Darwin Nunes only two points. Haaland, my captain, blank. Um, Mo Salah, 10 points. So, yeah, been a pretty poor week so far. And we all would have vice-captain Salah, wouldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, if, it, if, it was, if it was an option. I was just looking at Trippier, actually, there, and, like, that might that this like suspension might be a blessing in disguise, might it? Because the last two games... He's been getting rinsed, doesn't he? Couple mistakes at Everton, and then Son was just running rings around him, wasn't he? So maybe to actually, for, in your case, to have him going fresh as well for that game week. Um, is it eighteen? Yeah, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. And I need yeah. to park the bus. That, that might do you a favour, I think, long term. If Harlan's out longer term, then that might hinder my part of the bus because I'm gonna have to use transfers there. So I've got four transfers left to get my three three more defenders in. So I, I can't. I don't think I can trust Simicus on a double game week. I don't know. No, I think it'll be him and Gomez swapping, won't it? Mm. If I had to put you on the spot, do you know what you think your two might be? What my two? What your two moves? Um, because you got you got. You got quite a few fires, haven't you? <laughs> you got uh, you got Bruno, you got Kelleher, you got Haaland. 
Um, I did have a look before. On a second, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking I might just keep. Hold, I've got the same Kelleher problem, and I'm thinking I might just hold on to him. Yeah, I was thinking that because Kelleher's probably get the Carabao Cup match mm-hmm. next week. Oh. Where is it? Oh, that was it. Gordon and um, Trippier at the moment. Not Trippier. Gordon and Trent at the moment for Fernandez and um, Saliba. Yeah, at the moment. Pen- but... Pending Haaland. <coughs> pending Haaland news, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. So it might, might, I might be parking the bus later in the season then. Yeah, I mean, there's no harm, is there, pushing it back if you have to? Yeah. I'm not just going to put it on when I don't, when I'm not happy with the five defenders. And is it, I was, we were talking about Reese James last week. I think it's just time to just ignore that kid and just, he doesn't uh, exist anymore. Block him. (laughs) Block him. Block him. We can't just play two games in a week, can we? Yeah, I, was, I can't remember. No, what he is. Was, oh, it's a nightmare. I was listening to someone's. I was listening to a podcast earlier, and it might have been an FPL one, but it was like basically saying if you you bought him in ready for the good fixtures, you you had the red card, you had the suspension, but then I think he might have even had a benching. Was it against? Yeah, Manu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then he's done done a muscle within like twenty something minutes. Yeah, not good at all. Not good at all. <laughs> yeah, that's him out your part of the bus. Um, should I come on to mine? Yeah, go for it, mate. Uh, uh, before I do, just hello to uh, Connor Connor Tobin in the chat. He's fifteen minutes behind. Um, I'm gonna leave him a, a message in the past. Or for the future, <laughs> hello to uh, future. Connor, um, 47 points for the week for me, um, 1,647 total, and I think that's not me. It feels like the, the drops are worse when you're doing better, isn't it? Because I was 20th, then I think I've went to like 60th, now I'm down to 85th, so I'm clinging on to the top 100. Um, I've got Kelleher in goal, who obviously heard he was getting replaced, but I thought just to keep him this week and get hopefully the European fixture. Um, I might just do what you said as well, the same, maybe just keep him and hope he gets Carabao. You think he should do, shouldn't he? Should do, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think goalkeepers score so little at the minute that it might just be worth keeping him for the one game. Um, I've got Simicast, three points. Saliba with five. Trent Alexander-Arnold got me seven. Um, he was someone that I transferred in. Anthony Gordon, three points. Saka with seven. Oh, sorry, Gordon I transferred in as well. Um, so I think I did Simicast out for Trent and Martinelli out for Gordon. Um, Saka got me seven. Bruno, I thought I'll give him one last chance because all season I feel like I've always just got rid of him a little bit too early. So I thought this time I'm going to give him time and this is how he repays me. 
Uh, we've still got a game to go. <laughs> still got a game to go. But yeah, five yellows and a two-pointer. Um, so he, he's going to be out. Uh, Foden, eight points. He's been great all season. Isak as well. He was one that I wasn't completely happy with um, after last week. And I, would, I actually had my eye on Son. But I thought, no, he's got two two games this week. I'll give him a bit more of a chance. And he's, he's hit a two-pointer as well. So a couple bad decisions there. Uh, Salah with 10. And then the same as a lot of people. Haaland captain. A blank. So, yeah, not not the best week, but we've still got a few games still to play. be interesting to know how many people captained Haaland this week. He was the most captain, wasn't he? It says on the uh, yeah. Dream Team map. Yeah, it's a frustrating one, that. Um, obviously, we have got this, this question about the captaincy, but, yeah, I fancied him. We both said, didn't we, for that Luton fixture, even in, even in one fixture, I fancied him over some of these guys of two. But, yeah. Yeah, didn't if, anyone, if anyone's captained anybody else in the chat, put it in the comments. I was just about to say the same, Ben. It would be really interesting to find out. Yeah, drop your captaincy pick in the comments then. Uh, evening as well to Oz, who's in the chat. Um, but yeah, I think that's that is my team. And I'm I'm thinking um <laughs> I was thinking that I would look to maybe get Isak out for Son um, does sound a bit reactionary but I was liking the look of the fixtures for him but after that last game he just looks too good less less games but Wilson come back early as well didn't he we yeah. said last week it's about Boxing, Boxing day. day approximately and he's come back already so that means they're going to start getting like 60 70 odd minutes each each time isn't it yeah. Um so yeah might in- play both together in, in midweek though because they've got to got to win haven't they yeah, true. And then also Gordon, is, he's had a lot of minutes, hasn't he? So Isak might start getting a bit of time on the left again, maybe. Um, I'm sure our uh, Newcastle guys will correct me mm. in the chat. Maybe maybe a play on the right. Instead of Almoron. Yeah. Or 4-4-2. Four, four, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Scott, I was just going to say, uh, I know that both me and Ben talked about not being able to get to a couple of players we we fancied because of budget. Have you had any budget problems? Because I know you've got quite a quite a strong budget. Um, only when it I feel like only when it comes to keeper. Um, and I think I mentioned it the other day, but like I was trying to build budget, but was really quite struggling. Um, every time I got a 50-50 split, I'd go for the one that I thought would go up in price. Um, but actually, the main thing that's really helped my budget is that I just had couple of months in a row where I've done really really well and my team just seemed to all go up each each week so it was kind of more by accident than by design mm. almost but yeah the only time I've really struggled for budget is now looking at the goalkeeper scenario um, but if Haaland is going to end up being out I don't think anyone's going to have a budget problem for a little while but um, that leads nicely into the questions. Um, we'll go. Oh, no, it doesn't. It goes into fixtures. Caught myself out there. Um, so I've got the fixture ticker up on the screen uh, from ffstuff.co.uk. Um, and just anyone that sort of catches both your eyes at the moment. And also, Ben, you've got a little something to tell us about some fixture changes that have come up as well. So do you want to? Yeah, so... Um... Looking at the fixtures, um, I've noticed that the FA Cup 
uh, third round, which normally starts on a Friday or a Saturday. Um, this year will be starting on a Thursday. So Crystal Palace and Everton are playing on the Thursday, uh, which will be falling into the game week before. So game uh, game week 19 is, is the FA Cup third round. Um uh, fixture date but because uh, Crystal Palace and Everton falls on a Thursday they've put the fixtures obviously into game week 18 so that now makes Everton's next three game weeks uh, double game weeks <laughs> but they blank in 19 if they don't qualify for the Carabao Cup semi-finals you going to bring any Everton players in? I, I'm not, but like you could be maybe interested in someone like Pickford or something like that. But they've, you, if you look at the fixtures, they've still got Tottenham in there, Man City in there, so it's quite tricky. And that Tottenham Man City repeats pretty quickly as well in the new year. So that's mm. one of those where that quirk where you get a fixture like it towards the end of December that comes back in sort of the first week in Feb. Spurs and Man City for Everton both in there. The one that took. We talked about that Palace match against Brighton in the Premier League on Tuesday, the 19th of December. That was part of what tipped me into Pascal Gross, actually. Mm. Um, probably why I won't have two Brighton, because I might well get, if I've got nothing else to do, get him out for game week 17. But I think that's, I think it's a really quirky little set run of fixtures coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I've been put off of all Brighton players so far this season because he's just a nutcase, isn't he? Mm. When it comes when it comes to rot <laughs> rotating. I was looking yeah. at like I mentioned it the other day, but he's he's making like four subs on the 59th and stuff like that in one go. <laughs> and I had um Pedro, Jao Pedro, I think he'd started half and was subbed half of each of the games. Yeah. You've got I mean, the one. Yeah, we're, you, obviously both of us love Matoma from last season, but there's no, yeah. you just can't, yeah. you can't do it at the moment. Even him, he's getting left on the bench. You've got the safest yeah. one in Pascal Gross, really. Yeah. He got he got a rest about two, week, two weeks ago or a week ago, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And I suppose just while we're on that subject, if anyone's tempted to bring in Lewis Dunk, he obviously is a safe, safe defender and their fixtures are looking all right and he might score some points. But I suppose you, you would have brought him in already, to be honest. Uh, but he's also on that four yellow card list. So there's, um, yeah, it's tricky with Brighton to pick anyone who's nailed. Any teams that are standing out to you, both that you might be looking looking to target? <clears throat> well, obviously Newcastle for me. Um, I was looking at Chelsea, but <laughs> they look dodgy as hell. But they've got, still got nice fixtures, haven't they? So, well, they they always seem to go on these little runs of nice fixtures, and they don't seem to come up, come up with any anything decent. So, I don't know. Chill, Chilwell's supposed to be back soon as well, isn't he? So he could be that Reese James replacement, but he, not replacement, but instead of him, you know what I mean? How long till he's on the? He's he's the same though, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he's the same. Yeah, I think um, from the patron, I think Anthony Stringer has seen something, which I think is our final question. So I won't steal his thunder in terms of what he's seen in that fixture run as well. That might that might be quite nice. 
There you go. I think Baz has got a really good bit of advice here um, that I can get on board with. Target teams that play Man United and play Newcastle. <laughs> Will Chelsea play Newcastle? <laughs> I reckon that um, Chilwell and James should just club together. Club together and have a hamstring each or something. That'd be a good play, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, Chilwell's left foot and Reese James' right foot. Make it happen. <laughs> Right. Uh, last last bit before the questions as well. Just uh, another bit from ffstuff.co.uk. Um, they've got, you can do this for the whole season, but I've just got um, game week 15 top scorers at the minute. Um, Son is top of the list so far with 17 points. And this chart also breaks it down. So you can breaks it down, color codes it into bonus points, um, points from shots and target, chance creation, tackles, save points. And then just other points as well. But Son is uh Son's topping it at the minute with 17, and then Richarlison just behind. Um, anyone else that's sort of getting your attention from that list? Obviously, Gross is on there. There are a couple that seem to be getting attention from uh, other formats, which people might be tempted on. That was just going to put in a little bit of a warning. Senesai is on um four yellows. Mm-hmm. as well so not that due to errors i've made elsewhere i've been studying that four yellow list very very intently uh but you've got also got Ahmed hodzic at the bottom there who's really cheap you'd never go for him because he's sheffield united but just another example that there are people on that list who are on four yellow cards they just want to stay clear of you dogie's one of them at this stage. Well. Just is one of them absolutely joe ellington is one of them as well so just just a, a word of caution on some of those um, mcginn mcginn is uh i think a few people have on and off touted him haven't they in the discord but he's been bloody brilliant this year this season mm. so far um even if he did score against us in that game <laughs> <laughs> just can't bring myself to pick someone like that though no he's not the kind of player who generally catches the eye is he i mean Cunha has done all right for Wolves. I think he's he's get had a bit of traction again in some other formats, but I I think there are probably better strikers in um, in Dream Team than him. Are you excited by Son or Ben? You're going more towards the the defence at the minute, aren't you? So, what do you reckon? Yeah, Son's a good shout, mate. Definitely Forest away and at home, Brighton away, Bournemouth at home, all. Pretty uh, good fixtures there, mate. Obviously, not they're not in the Carabao Cup though, so they won't get the extra games. Obviously, these some of these teams will be going through to the Carabao Cup semi-final. Mm. There's an extra two games in in January. When was that short, one? And short term, Son, so, you'll have to sell Son anyway after after December because mm. he'll be going to the uh, Asia Cup. Yeah, I can't remember if that's nineteen or twenty. It's twenty twenty. Right. It starts. But he might have to leave before. Might have to leave joining the FA Cup third I reading, round. I was reading as well. I think they're favourites to go to furthest as well. Um, yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes. I mean, I think that the club <coughs> will come on to some later, but I was just leaning over to get my phone to check whether he was in my latest deliberations today as to who I'd transferred. And now he's not, but I, I think he probably will be by the deadline. I'm going to be honest. 
confirmation that he's on pens as well. Not that I don't I don't think it was ever in doubt, but couldn't believe that the stat was that hit that is the that was the first pen they've had since yeah, Harry Kane one. went, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, the thing that was interesting, obviously, with Charleston, I think, was on the hat trick at that point. Yeah. So if ever they were going to give a penalty to Richarlison, it was going to be the <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. No pity penalties. No more. We've had enough <laughs> this season. Right. This one's for you. So from Flowerpot Man, we've got a question for you, Matt. Have you started watching football or still do you listen on the radio still? So I think Flowerpot Man's often in there on Saturday at 3pm when the Discord's going and uh, I'll make reference to some of the radio commentators said. And I've also said, I've explained on here before actually that I do listen to a lot of radio football uh, rather than watch it on TV. So um, a bit of both, to be honest. I, I watch a lot of football on TV and I listen to a lot on the radio. If I'm, you know, need to get a bit of fitness into me on a Sunday and go for a walk in the in the woods near me, uh, then I'll plug the earphones in and listen on the radio. Um, if if it's the Saturday at twelve thirty and it's um, you know I'm up and the wife's out doing something else or what have you, just it's 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 dependent on situations like that. To be fair. I, the, when we had those closed stadium games during COVID lockdown, I think I converted over to a lot of radio listening because it just didn't have the same look and feel on the TV. It didn't really on the radio either, yeah. but there was a lot to listen to. And was, the, the matches were all through the day during work hours, so a lot of radio listening then. So I, I still listen to a lot on the radio, certainly on Saturday. It's I actually love on the radio when they jump around the grounds. Um, but a lot of the other big, big matches, big matches I watch on TV generally. Um, the the less exciting matches, the um, the matches where you'd rather be painting your flower pot. Uh, <laughs> you know, you would, I, I'll probably rather listen to the to on the radio. To be honest, if I watch them on TV, my attention will just drift elsewhere. Whereas um, if I'm if I'm listening on the radio, I'll probably catch the pertinent points. That I'll, I'll hear which players are mm. getting most attention from the commentators quick fire talk sport or radio five live for your three pms <laughs> talk sport um, and 100 five live for me <laughs> do you know what i'm i'm leaning five live now um i did a similar to you obviously I, I do watch a ton of football but if i'm out walking the dog i'll listen to uh <laughs> i'll listen to it but actually i'm liking five live more than talk sport in a minute and I think yeah, it, it's person dependent quite often. And, and Ian Dennis does a lot of the Saturday at three on Five Live, and he's really good at getting excited about the football, jumping in over over the reporters at other games when he needs to, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, no, the flow of that, the flow of that works really well. It's a great, great kind of um, couple of hours. Right, we've got the Dream Team King Nathan. Um, do you think that Sun Dream Team should have? A vice captain. Um, well, leave it out first. This first part of the question. I think yes or no will do. Ben. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt is the full house. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a yes. I mean, uh, I know it's quick fire, but the one thing I would say is the only thing, the only benefit is it does bring a difference between this and FPL. It's just in this case, I don't think it's a great difference. Well, you don't have it in Sky either, do you? I know this is a Dream Team podcast, but I play in Sky for the first time and yeah. I got stung 
well, I, I've been finding that it's been difficult choosing just the one captain. I think, yeah, I think in Sky, the difference is you've got, you've always got the ability to go for somebody in the first match is playing. You're going to be closer to the action on the day of the match. And that Haaland, we knew overnight the night before going into Haaland that he was a doubt and you probably, well, you wouldn't, you didn't end up captaining him in Sky and I got him out for Trippier. He got me minus points, but there's, um, and a suspension for the next match. But there is, I think it's, a bit closer and it's rarer that you're going to miss miss a captain not playing um but i think oh yeah I, I shouldn't overthink it quick fire answer scott yes. <laughs> well nathan's suggesting um next year if you've got a captain and a vice captain and neither of them play um do you think that your highest value player should be given the armband what do you reckon of that Go on, ben. Um, I don't mind it. I mean, they do that in Sky, don't they? Uh, if you forget to do your captain, you get the highest um, price player becomes your captain that day. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't mind it. What do you think, Matt? Scott, yeah, I think in Scott, obviously in Sky, that's, yeah, if you don't select a captain, you get your highest value player who still be early from Holland who didn't play. But I, I think do something a bit different. So I think in this case, so I'm saying do something different to FPL and I'm taking something straight off of Gaffer here, the championship game. But do something like double points for captain, one and a half points times the points for vice captain and have an emergency captain. That's what they do, which who will stand in for whichever of those two is missing. So I don't mind, again, like you say, Ben, I don't mind it. I think vice captain is the big one that needs to come in. I think then after that, it's going to be a rare circumstance. You're going to need captain, vice captain, plus a third choice. So if we're going to do that, let's do something, do something a bit different. What happens then if you have, or do you have to pick your emergency captain? Yeah, so you do have to pick your emergency captain. So your emergency captain will, you, obviously, your vice would jump up to cap and your emergency would come as vice or. You know, in that in that ascending order. So there are, I think there are various ways to do it, um, which are all interesting. But I think, I think we'll all all agree the most important bit is get that vice captain in. In the game. Yeah, I'd take vice captain. Um, no more than that for me. If you if your captain and your vice captain foul, then you get sweet nothing, I think. You can't you can't have all these insurance policies. I reckon that's enough. Vice. Captain and vice, I think that'll do it for me. Um best captains for game week sixteen. Go on, Matt. So currently on Salah. Um United at home. Big games, big players, as they always say. And this is a massive game for Liverpool. Obviously United at home. Uh bigger than perhaps bigger than the Manchester Derby. Um, United have been shipping goals, so it's not even just big games, big players, which is the kind of theory when things are close and tight that you, you might get the points. He's got a poor defence against him. Probably won't play against West Ham at home in the Carabao Cup, or will he? Will he get I some minutes? Who knows? So I think you could you could go and think about other players who, who you may think might get more minutes in the Carabao. 
you might not. But if Ben, Ben's good enough for me. If he says he thinks he'll get a few minutes and that, I, I, I'll take that. Yeah, I think because we're down to the last eight now, it's starting to get a bit more serious. One more game, you're in the semi-finals, then that's two legs as well. So I think I think it's a must-win the quarterfinals. And it's two games at Anfield for Salah if if he yeah. gets them, and both you know, yeah, United and West Ham, they have conceded goals, haven't they? They they are not they're not in a good state defensively. Well, they they were were they five games unbeaten before Fulham, and they yeah. won it. They won it Tottenham, and then they go and get smashed by Fulham. It's just this this season's been so unpredictable. It's like the Championship, yeah. Like no, like Championship, everyone beats everyone. But this is mm-hmm. every. I mean, everyone's beating everyone this year in the Premier League. Well, I think I read. <laughs> I think I read that the shits the old West Ham players. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's what was coming out. They've used that excuse before, though, didn't they? I was on out of Spurs. Spurs said that, and uh, they missed out in the Champions League when they played West Ham on the I last game we, of the season. I think we crept in, didn't we? Yeah, you you poisoned them, didn't you? It was the lasagna. It was lasagna the game. Lasagna. <laughs> don't, remind, don't remind me of that, Scott. <laughs> uh, brilliant. I, I think the other. Speaking of Arsenal. Um, I might, you know, I wouldn't even rule out myself captaining Pascal Gross next week. I'll probably do a reactionary no. one. I should have captained him this week. They're away at uh, the Emirates uh, and then away at Palace, which probably puts me off that they're away games. Had they been home games? <laughs> I think we'll do all right in that one. Um, I didn't actually, I was, I didn't watch the Arsenal game. Um against Villa because it was my girlfriend's birthday and some Muppet booked her birthday meal for the exact same time of as kickoff. So I tried to paint it that it was, you know, a romantic gesture that I'd do that. <laughs> but just ended up watching it back. And I didn't think we were that bad, actually, um, in that game. So not too disheartened. I wouldn't captain Gross. Um, Nathan Wisby's in the chat and he said he's captain Trippier this week. Oh, he so will that- do or he has done. He has this week. So is that is that a minus four so far? So far. I think it is. I still got time to turn it round though. I can't remember if he has done or, or clarify that for us, Nathan. Is that you will captain Trippier or you have done? I can't remember who you captained. Clarify that for he us. Cap- he won't captain him next week, will he? Because he's suspended for one match. It'll be this week. I don't know. Nathan's got some next level plan up his sleeve. <laughs> well, there. I'm not sure if it was mi- so. I'm not sure if it's minus four so far. I'm just looking that up. I think he got in Dream Team zero points by the looks of that. Oh, um. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to look any further than Salah to be honest as well for captain. Yeah. Um. I just had a look at their previous meetings because I know that I got punished big time last season. Um. Because. I think I went for Kane in the double game week. I always tried to go to double game week. And I think Kane had a good double that week. And then it was just Manu Liverpool in the single. And that was the Liverpool 7-0. And yeah. I, went, I went Kane and he blanked. I think he blanked across two games. Then Salah got uh, two goals, two assists in the 7-0. Last time out. But that was at Anfield. I had a little look at their previous meetings. So Liverpool have won four of the last six there uh, so Salah got two goals two assists in a 7-0 uh, 
Before that, he got a goal in a 2-1 loss. He got two goals in a 4-0 win. He got a hat-trick and an assist in a 5-0 win. And then just the one goal in a five in a 4-2 win. So he's got a very good record against United. So I'm going to I'm going to carry on going for Salah in this one. You, you see what Buzz Best has put in the chat about uh he forgot to put um his captain to Haaland this week from Salah. Kaching. <laughs> there we go. Well played. And respect the honesty as well. <laughs> sneaky sneaky. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so Trippi Trip is on zero points, not minus two. So it's it's zero, zero captaincy so far. I don't think I've got one other person in my team that I would look to really captain. Any backups? If you had advice, who would you advise if you had advice? It's a bit out, Trent. <laughs> yeah got Matt I was going a bit out there and maybe I'd have to bring him in as well Sterling so they've got Sheffield United at home in the league then Newcastle in the Carabao Cup I, he came on late against Everton I think they need to solve a few issues and I think he might be in the side but it's a gamble of whether he actually makes makes the start against Sheffield United mm. so yeah bit of a gamble another Another four yellow card player as well. <laughs> Make a good point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was looking out for that in the last one and he didn't even get the start, did he? Yeah. No. I think Palmer's good. Palmer's on four as well. Yep. Do you see his one? Because he sort of dived and then tried to stay on his feet and pretend that he didn't dive, but he still got booked. They still pulled it back and booked him. What he dived but stayed on his feet? How yes. it, well, so, how's that work? Well, so he um like the guy went to tackle him, he dived. And then as he hit the ground, quickly got up and chased after the ball. And they still pulled it back and booked him for that one. <laughs> yeah, I, good. Um, I guess at least for the for, for the captaincy next week, at least the second match is the Carabao Cup match. So he wouldn't be suspended yeah. from that. So you would definitely yeah. get, if he played the double, you'd get the double then. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother too much with Sterling. Yeah. Uh, right. Oh, hang on. Nathan, Nathan's got back to us this week. He's captained him this week. Good luck in that second game. That's, <laughs> that's off Andrew's advice in the last, last one. Right, Wadey. Um, so, big question. Is it worth pulling Haaland out now or wait until after the Club World Cup? Um, looks like he'll miss this game week and next week home to Palace. Shall I jump in with that bit that I put in the Discord? I'll just quickly pull it up. Um, so, FPL Focal um, on Twitter. I don't know how he does it, some sort of magic, but he manages to find out. I think if there's a, he's got a, li a list of um, actual Premier League players and he knows who they've taken out and brought in each week, but he's found out, he's found Harlan's dad on FPL. He's found Harlan's sister. He's found, he's found a lot on FPL. Um, and this is official by FPL Focal. So his dad, Harlan's dad is on FPL. And last week, Harlan um, sold, or Harlan's dad sold Harland and sold on Buemo um, ahead of that Luton game. So he, he had insider trading knowledge there. 
Um, and it looks like apparently a lot of Haaland's family have also sold Haaland last week. Um, so it's, it's not looking good for that Crystal Palace game, I'd say. Um, I would I would actually trust this. As ludicrous as it sounds, I think I'd actually trust this. <laughs> what do you boys think? I, I uh, If he's out for Crystal Palace, then yeah, definitely worth looking at... Um other options because there's teams with three games more than Haaland if he's blanking so it's definitely uh, definitely worth it but obviously make sure you've got the money to bring him back in when, when you're going to bring him back in because uh, I think you're going to want him for that Sheffield United game on the 30th 100% yeah that's, that that is going to be a bloodbath if you don't own him and he's back fit I mean all the kind of talk of stress injury, stress for fracture, you know, what is it exactly that he's got? Um, obviously, Pep's used the words week by week, which people are interpreting to mean that this could be weeks. And there's enough doubt there that he could be out for quite some time. Uh, and Mike Miss Everton, for example, I think they're going to... It did sound like Guardiola was talking quite... Um, extensively about the world club cup mm. um, and i know that's in saudi arabia and obviously the owners of man city are from abu dhabi and there might be some sort of regional kind of pride stuff going on there i think they might want to target that so i think they will want to get him back for that and if he's a doubt for crystal palace i don't think they're going to risk him as bizarre as that sounds risk, uh, not risk him in a premier league match for the world club cup so you've basically got the highest value player that therefore you can go on to anyone else you want for a, a one week or two week kind of punt. And the only thing that I would say is we've seen, I think across our three sides, when we looked at them earlier, we've each got a couple of issues. So, you know, we're going to want to bring Haaland back. There's the AFCON coming up. There's the Asian Cup coming up. I wouldn't want to book in too many transfers. So it probably depends a bit. If you've got sort of three other issues that you need to solve, then you might just keep them in for a while. But broadly speaking, I'm happy with spending as much money as I can on the replacement for a week or two. Yeah, it is just as long as you can get him back again, isn't it? Because we've all been stung by that at one point, surely. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I think I was looking a little bit to maybe get Isak out for Son. But actually, I could just probably get Haaland out for Son and then get the get the two games out of Isak and Son's single. So I think if uh, yeah. if FPL Focal is to be trusted and Haaland's mum, dad, cat and the rest of them have all taken him out, then I, I think I might do the same, you know. So I think are we all are we all take him out early if we yeah. can. Um, yeah, let's as well. Let's know in the chat. Uh, do, well, do you think this is reliable? Is this a tier one source? <laughs> Harlan's dad's FPO account. <laughs> um, keepers, this is the next big question goalkeepers. So, Patrick's hitting us up saying, with Johnston now out injured, who's the best replacement goalkeeper in your opinion? Um, to be honest, I think we've had more goalkeepers fall since then, haven't we? As well, so the list is getting. Quite short. Ben, you love a 
you love a cheap goalkeeper. How many goalkeepers is it now? It's been injured in the last few weeks. Must be five or six. Well, Alisson's gone and come back. Sanchez went off, didn't he, in the last game? Johnston. Johnston's other stand-in is Jose gone. Jose Sarr. Jose Sarr got injured. Oh, true. Yeah, it's not looking. Ariola. Yeah. He's out. Um... He got an injured nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Pope, Nick Pope as well. Yeah, yeah, we're struggling. Um, I'll bring this next slide up on the screen. If you're if you're watching on YouTube, I've got on the left hand side. I've um, sorted the goalkeepers out by average points, and then on the right hand side, it's total points. Um, so yeah, the question is uh, Johnston. Do us your Johnston replacements if you're going for cheap, and then. Maybe would you consider trying to get a more expensive keeper yet? Do you want to go, Ben? Yeah, at the moment, I've still got me on Dubravka. I just think with uh, potential fixtures, uh, extra fixtures coming up, if they get through against uh, Chelsea, they've got the two extra games in um, in January as well. Uh, I just think with uh, they've got Fulham, Chelsea, Luton, Forest, obviously Liverpool away is tough. Then Sunderland in the cup, potential Carabao Cup semi-final first leg, Man City away, Carabao Cup second leg, and then FA Cup fourth round. So it's, I just think it's the best best one at the moment. I mean, if Allison played all the cup matches, he'd be quite interesting. But um, yeah. I was looking uh, before at Sanchez as well, but he got injured. So, what's the uh, the keeper for uh, Chelsea now? The replacement? So what he did? Petrovic. Sorry, Petrovic, Petrovic came on for Chelsea, and he's listed at two point five. I don't yeah. know whether they've got anyone else yeah. who's kind of on the injury table. He might come back quickly. I've never heard mm. of Petrovic before he came on. I have to say, yeah. I think it's um, Dubravka's got more chance of playing longer term anyway, because we know Pope's out for foot like till May. So, and we don't. Well, there was a, there was something uh, on Twitter today about them looking for another goalkeeper because they don't know if they can rely on Dubravka. But Dubravka was the number one before Pope was there, and he he was a decent goalkeeper. So, but yeah. I think as well on Dubravka, um, even if they are going to replace him in January, he'll do us a job, won't he, for a, a few weeks. The only question mark is that same person that posted, I think he said that Newcastle are actively pushing for a new goalkeeper in January, uh, but Dubravka's been nursing a hidden shoulder injury. Yeah. Um, so it depends whether how, how serious that is or not, but he's... They've got midweek game against AC Milan, haven't they? So if he starts, you'd have to assume if he starts that he's fine, wouldn't you say? I think that's that's a sounds and analysis said. That was the first thing that's actually put me off saying what I was going to say, which is just again, don't overthink it. He's 1.6 million to Bravka. Mm. He's Newcastle. Look at your uh, chart on the right hand side. Who's top? Yeah. Newcastle goalkeeper. So, I, I I wouldn't overthink it. I I mean I'm still waiting to see what Remy Matthews' price is. Um, uh, Sheffield United. You know we've all been well. 
Lots of people, uh, albeit I jumped to Martinez, have been holding their Sheffield United goalkeeper in Johnston. Don't know how long he's out for. And Remy Matthews isn't listed in the game. You mean um, Crystal Palace? Oh, yeah. You've you got to put him in. Crystal Palace. So, yeah. <laughs> Scott says I've got to put him in if he comes in because I've asked uh, customer support as to, uh, Dream Team customer support as to uh, get him in. Uh, I might have more pressing fires than the goalkeeper change. I'm trying to get <laughs> out of this one in as many ways as possible because I think there are going to be better choices like Dubravka. Uh, mm. And I'm actually oddly with the position of Martinez. And again, looking at that on the right-hand side, Martinez has gone through a tough run of games. He's not done much per game, but he's had a volume of games. And, you know, I'm sort of happy with how he's going. So he may stay in for me um but if you've got johnston then unless something comes out in terms of he doesn't play against man due to the shoulder injury debravka 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 yeah I, I think if um yeah wait for champions league um i'm still looking at debravka I'm, I'm i'm probably going to just stick with um with kelleher anyway for um the next <laughs> probably the, probably the next week just with uh, Carabao anyway, just because I'd rather change Haaland to a striker that could bang goals than... Higher potential, yeah. Yeah, than, than worry about moving around a keeper that could end up getting me just the two, <laughs> the two points or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm happy just, just to sit on my like non-playing goalkeeper for one more week. But if I was in your scenario, I'd, I think I probably would get on Martinez, um, like or keep Martinez, sorry. Because, yeah, was is that 3.1 or 3.3? 3? What's that say? I can't even see it from here. 3.1. Yeah, I think for that price, that, that seems all right, to be fair. And their, their fixtures aren't too bad. Um, but I do think, Matt, like I said on Twitter, I think if, if, if anyone listening is that in the Dream Team customer support to add a player to the game, I think, <laughs> I think an unwritten rule is you have to bring them in. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like a sensible rule but i might have enough to fight without making that goalkeeper change <laughs> i did um i did see in the chat that we've had another suggestion for leno he's been from good. game week 17 which isn't a bad suggestion i was just trying to find out mm -hmm. so it's nathan wisby who suggested that actually um a few minutes ago um but leno's in at 2.6 million he's been good fulham have been good haven't they in the last couple of weeks um so that's that's not a bad suggestion there the league's just full of ex-arsenal goalkeepers isn't it <laughs> yeah do you have a do you have a training center just <laughs> goalkeepers anything else it's all it's all um i don't know i don't know how that would look nathan wisby said he's going to hold on to his areola for another week <laughs> Behave, behave, no. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's a few shouts there. Yeah, I, I liked Sanchez. I had my eye on Sanchez, but they're just looking crap, aren't they? Anthony Stringer says Pickford for him. Yeah. Like I said, six six games up to game week 19, but then they possibly blank. Have they had two or three in a row now? Clean sheet. <clears throat> it could be three. <laughs> I think it's definitely two, but it might be three. You might be right. I think Pickford's, Pickford's okay. He's 1.2 million more than Dubravka, 
mm. it feels obvious. And they've got that City and yeah. Spurs combination coming up twice in the next few months. So I think you're booking in another transfer. Yeah. But then you're booking another transfer to Bravka, hopefully later, possibly in January. So it's, you know, I, I can see the choice. I just think unless you're confident you've got the budget for everything else you want, Dubravka seems obvious. Yeah, yeah. Agree. Or if I, if I was pushing the boat out a tiny bit more, I'd go Martinez, I think. Mm. On to the next one. We've got DT Philip. Um, if Haaland's still injured come game week 17, would you be happy just having Watkins and Salah up front? I think this is leading into his part of the bus because I think he's been speaking about the game week 17 part of the bus. So I think that's why it's two strikers. Watkins, Salah. Would you be happy with that? I'd be happy with that. Sheffield United at home. Man United away who have just been atrocious, haven't they? Burnley at home. And then Middlesbrough in a cup. And Everton after that. So it's not bad, that. Matt? Yeah. No, I think, yeah, good point around the context of Park the Bus in game week 17. So I was going to suggest if you're going with three, if you've got the potential to go with three up front, add Son to that. But if you are parking the bus in 17, actually, that's that seems fine to me. Yeah, I um, I did the same. I think I did the same logic as you because I I'd put, I think I'd put Son in there as well myself. And then I, as I answered the questions, the following questions, I noticed he was asking about part of the bus. So, yeah, if you if you're going for a free, I, I still think I would like to have free strikers. Um, but for part of the bus, I guess in that scenario, I think them two look the best, don't they? Really, it's a shame yeah, Watkins definitely. don't have pens. Um, you seem like you're on the ball with these yellow cards, though. I think has Douglas Louise been close? Is he on? Is he suspended now? I think he is suspended. Yeah, I so saw I had him in um, in FPL and took mm. him out a couple of weeks ago when he was <clears> four, <throat> and I think he has been suspended. Yeah, I think you might have picked that up. Sorry. I've got a very long list of players sat next to me just in front of that that are on four yellows. I did I haven't put Louise on there because I didn't particularly think we'd be talking about him for Dream Team, which shows only how many because I'm thinking is. actually he I didn't think this has only just sort of sprung into my mind, but actually if you went Watkins this week, if he's on that five yellows, you actually might get a Watkins penalty potential. Yeah. Not long term, That's but true. yeah, he's been stealing them. Uh, would you say that Villa fixtures are worth targeting for part of the bus in 17? Who have they got there? It's Manu and Sheffield United. Sheffield isn't United. Oh, yeah, other way around. Said, Sheffield United. You're away. So they, 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 they don't concede that many goals across the season. So in the Premier League, they are. A few teams have conceded fewer, but only Liverpool, Arsenal. Liverpool and Arsenal, the least leaky def- defences. Liverpool, you don't kind of think about, it, about them all the time. Man City, obviously, but then Villa and Everton both conceded 20. So we had 16 games. That's long enough run to say that Villa are not conceding that many. And they've got a great chance of not conceding against Sheffield United at home. United, who knows when United turn up? But I think that's... I think that's fine. I wouldn't want to be too deep in Villa defenders so that you've got... I wouldn't <coughs> take a 
wouldn't want to go to five Villa defenders if you thought they'd all play. You'd have to get in and out of them. So if you're balancing them with a few Newcastle defenders who have Luton away and Forest at home, fine. I, I had three, three Villa defenders at one point and they conceded <laughs> one goal. Does that put you off? How many would you have? I'd probably have one. Mm. Who is it? Concer? I think I'd have Concer. Concer at the moment, isn't it? He seems to be playing every game. Cash Cash is like coming off the bench at the moment. They seem to be playing with the three centre-backs at the moment. Mm. But they were, they were playing Arsenal and Man City, though, so they probably played a bit more of a yeah. different shape. When they play a, a worse team, they'll probably go back to playing both two two attacking fullbacks. Mm. But if the if the if it's working like that, I I can't see them changing for the next game unless unless they can't break the team down, then they have to change it. It's been it's been a bit of a double whammy with that because they had the two tough games. So Concer was in at that sort of right hand side, mm. but then it's also fell with. Um, is it that Bailey's form? Because there was a lot of the time, if they were playing him, they weren't playing cash. Mm. And he's started doing really well, hasn't he? So He's injury prone as well. Mm. And I'll just say, Baz Bestos has spotted why um, Douglas Louise was not on my list of players with four yellow cards. Because he's actually got five and he's suspended for the weekend. So, he's already uh, suspended. <laughs> he is suspended. Not that I don't think he's usually relevant to team anyway yeah. um i think we might have already covered this yeah vice captain i think we've already said we'd we'd, we'd all be happy for a vice captain um so we've got lee doc who would be your two must-haves in each position one goalkeeper um, and then two for each other position for the next three game weeks so game week 16 17 and 18 don't worry about budget or boosters, but maybe consider that Harlan's out. Go on, Matt. So in goal, Dubravka, I think what I hadn't mentioned when I was talking about him earlier is at 1.6, with the way this game is working on price rises, not only are you going to have a good goalkeeper, you're probably going to ride a bit of a upward curve on the price, I'd imagine. So that's going to be useful. Um, if not to Bravka, possibly Pickford. Obviously, Remy Matthews, but given we're only allowed one, Bravka. Um, in defence, Trent. Um, then, then my consideration was based on fixtures, based on recent form, based on suspensions and bookings. Was going down to Shah or Mikolenko. I mean, Mikolenko's had a couple of clean sheets. I think it back-to-back, 16 points in the last couple of games. Um, Everton, obviously, are coming on to tricky fixtures, so this is definitely 16-18 to 18 focused. Um, I'd probably verge on Shah over that. Trippier would have been in there, but for his suspension. So, so far, Dubravka, Trent Shah in midfield, Gordon, um, Newcastle have got some decent enough fixtures, and he's doing well enough, did take the point earlier about what's the impact of potentially having Isak and Wilson back at the same time. That, mm -hmm. But 
I'm sticking with Gordon and Saka. And then up front, Salah on penalties, fantasy football legend. Son on penalties, fantasy football legend. Cool. Ben? Yeah, I have to agree with Dubravka. Um, I think I still would put Trippier in there, even though he's going to miss the one game, just because of his potential of getting lots of points. Um, Trent, Saka, and I like Gordon for this run of games. Fulham, Chelsea, Luton, Forest, Liverpool. Uh, and then up front, Salah. And I, I think, yeah, I think Son. Just because, like you say, he's nailed. There's not many nailed strikers out there that are on penalties as well. <clears throat> he's Well, he's play, playing on the left wing at he at the weekend. Yeah, now Richarlison's back up top. Yeah. Yeah. Did did Trippier a proper number then? But he's a talisman, well, isn't he? He is. Yeah, I think it's incredible. Mine's not far off, really. Um, I didn't go to Dubravka. Um, I, I don't really feel like there is a must-have keeper. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had to like discuss it so much, I think, at the minute. Uh, I think it's quite open at the moment. Um, and I don't think there is much in it. But I'm going to go Martinez, just on form. Um, no one's stringing really clean sheets together. And their, their fixtures look all right. So I'm just going to stick Martinez. Um, my two defenders, I've just gone Trent and Trippier boring but I'd like you said Ben even though he's suspended I think that just having that one game off might actually do him a favour across those game weeks Hmm. midfield Saka and Bowen Uh, Bowen's got tough games actually Um, Hmm. he has got tough fixtures but I'm looking now he's playing that striker role and you think the games that West Ham do well in are the games where they're the defensive team like they've done a number of Brighton, didn't they? Yeah. Parking the bus, basically. Um, they've done us in the Carabao, although I don't think it was down to that. I just think they were much better that game. And then who else? They just done Spurs as well, didn't they? So I, yeah. I think Bowen, I don't, although the fixtures are bad, I still think Bowen is a good pick and I am considering him still for that run. And then strikers, I've been the same as you guys. I've just gone for. Um, Salah and Son slash Watkin, if I could chuck another one in there. Um, we've got a question four for DT Philip. Um, so with it looking like Reese James is out injured, who from Chelsea would you target for game week 17, if anyone, or would you just target another team instead? Matt? So almost making my same mistake again. I think my only option was. Sterling, but he is on for the cards, the um, eternal phrase of the weekend. So I think no one, I don't trust Chelsea. I just don't trust them anymore at all. We've had times when goalkeepers are out, we pick their second goalkeepers who concede so many goals. Um, Reese James, Chilwell, injuries. They'll look as if they're in a little bit of form and Jackson scoring goals and then all of a sudden he's benched or he's, again, the Jackson we knew from the early on in the season. I really don't trust Chelsea. So if I'm going to target another side, perhaps Spurs, perhaps Porro, Son, that sounds very FPL for me to say that, 
but they've got good fixtures. Yeah, they're not in the Carabao Cup, but then other people were rotating the Carabao Cup as well. So mm. I'm going no one from Chelsea. Any Chelsea boys, Ben? At the moment, no. I was was interested in uh, Reece James, but as usual, he's injured again. So, yeah. Um, I do like Thiago Silva, but I don't know. Not not in this game. He's good for Sky because he gets a passing bonus, but um, yeah, not really liking it at the moment. Um, like you say, Villa, Villa's fixtures are all right. Um, I like the Pedro Porro shout with um, Tottenham playing Forest, then Everton and Brighton, Bournemouth, so good fixtures. Not that he probably won't get any clean sheets, but he does all right on the bonus points, doesn't he? And he could get potential attacking returns. So, yeah, it's a good shout. You say Udog... Sorry, go on, Matt. Oh, I was just saying he's taken a lot of set pieces while Madison's not on. Matt Porro's taken all the sort of... Corners and free kicks as well. Yeah. Ooh, Doggy's on. Is he on four yellow cards as well? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's a risky one. <laughs> Horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Palmer? What? Anyone? He's on the list. Everyone's on the fours. He's on the. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the. He's on the naughty list as well. But he's on penalties anyway when he's on the pitch. Yeah. I still do like him, but I sort of looked at him as potential for an eight and an enabler but it doesn't feel like we need one at the minute maybe some teams that are struggling for budget might but if we're taking Haaland out I know you don't want to spread the money too thin but yeah I'll dodge it I think that uh, game week 16 is so annoying because they're playing Sheffield United and you just want to get someone in don't you for that game but yeah you probably end up uh, being suspended or something for the 17 then I suppose no, no. even if you did target 16, you said it, Woolly, that they could play the Newcastle game, even if they do pick up the yeah. next yellow. Yeah, we can play the Carabao Cup game after that. So the five yellows is just a suspension in the Premier League. So the five yellows would be, if you got a yellow against Sheffield United, mm. by he, in this case, I mean Sterling. Yeah. I think the actual um, question, I've just realised the question. More- yeah, sorry. So, uh, I was just going to say, he's ask- I think he is actually asking for 17 because of that part yeah, of us again. Yeah. <laughs> I keep if forgetting. That's, well, if it's a defender you're going to bring in, then that's the worry. Mm-hmm. But if it's a midfielder, it doesn't really matter if he misses one game, does it really? Because yeah. he's not double points on that if you're going to park the bus. Philip is actually in the chat with us and he's he's put this here. Um, he's thinking Trent, Trippier, Tino, Livramento, Porro, Digne or Consa. Uh, I think that looks better than I think that looks better than getting getting a Chelsea in there. To be honest, I quite like the look of that. Yeah, just looking at that as well. Agreed with that. Yeah, do that, Phil. <laughs> um, Oz. He says, "Do you think the game's crying out for an overhaul or a wild card option, um, as well as a vice cap?" We don't have to mention Vice Cap anymore. Um, but overhaul slash wild card. I quite liked it last year. What do you think? Hell yeah. <laughs> I need a I need a bloody wild card. My team's in this in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm going, hell no. Ah, yeah, because you're doing well. Well, yeah, I'm doing well right now with the team. I don't need to make that many transfers. It's another difference of the game. I mean, just for, for reference, Telegraph had 40 transfers. Sky, you get 50 transfers plus one overhaul. So that's up to 61 transfers. In FPL, 34 transfers you'd probably use on a regular kind of week-by-week basis, plus a couple of wild cards, plus a free hit. Kind of add that up to 64 transfers plus your free hit. In Dream Team, you get a massive 70 transfers. I mean, 35 transfers, to, uh, 35 game weeks, sorry, after game week one, two transfers a week, that's only, you should be able to sort your team out with two it transfers. Should, it's, it probably will be 76 transfers in the end, actually. Yeah, probably, exactly. So that's the minimum based on what, what the game weeks are right now. Mm. So, sort it, yeah, sort it more out, than enough transfers. Sort out. No, but I need I need a group of transfers because I can't every time you do two transfers and someone else gets injured. You just got to wait four weeks. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like the old days. Like last last year I was doing I was struggling like this, mid like fifteen k or whatever, and then I got the wild card and I got inside like the top two hundred. So it did sort my team out. It did make a massive difference, didn't it? That last season. So that was when I first come on, come on the pod with you guys, and I was seventy five k before I came on, yeah. and then that was just before the World Cup, and then after the World Cup, or by the end of the season, I come three fifty. So it did, and it made a massive difference as well. Yeah, having it. Uh, it's funny you said that though, Matt, because I said as much as I'd like one, that I don't think we deserve one for that <laughs> same for that same reason. Like, I feel like we should be able to sort our teams out with two transfers a week. But it does mean just uh, maybe think, maybe you just have to think a bit long term if your team has got bad. You can't really chase the weekly hauls and maybe you need to just sort it out slowly. I think that's, I think that's right. The fact that the, the counter to that a little bit is the fact that Ben's got into this position where he probably wants to know all right now. And Ben's aware of all the fixtures. He's aware of all the AFCON. He knows he's the mark guru of all of this. Um, <laughs> but to anyone who's got, you know, transfers in hand at the moment, just try to avoid booking yourself in transfers over the next few weeks. We've got all kinds of reasons coming up that we're going to need to get people out, people back in. So, yeah, ben. good luck if you're in that. <laughs> Would you trade in one? Would you trade in your uh, part of the bus chip, Ben, for a wild card? Hmm. Yes, you would. Yeah, Ooh. I hate the chips. Get rid of them. They're ruining my team. Like I'm picking <laughs> players like Newcastle <laughs> players against Tottenham. Like Matt, Matt's already used his uh, wild. Uh, he's um, part of the bus, so he's part thinking. Bus. He's thinking more logically. And picking players with good fixtures, and I'm picking players because I'm thinking about game week 17. Do you know what I mean? That's a fair point. I should, I should, I should have took Fergie's advice and just let it, as he said, he said, as he says, organically happen. If it falls for you, it falls for you. Did either of them go for it? Do you know? I can't remember now. What? Um. Well, I'll listen to their pod, but I can't remember now if either of them used their part of the bus or they've still both got them. Yeah, I think they've both still... Well, I think uh, Fergie will still have his. Yeah. Right. 
We got any more questions? Couple more, couple more. Oh, last thing, I just saw, uh, saw Baz's comment here, actually. I thought we need to highlight that. So Baz says that the uh, players just need to get through another three matches and your five yellows go up to ten. Good to know. Uh, need to play 19 games and we're on 16. So we won't need to talk about this for that much longer then, luckily. You can throw your list well, in the bin. I can throw that list in the bin, but there are a few players already up to seven yellow cards on the on the race to 10. So we'll be talking about a new race soon. Romero's trying to get Christmas off, isn't he? He is. What a... I mean, that was... <laughs> I definitely didn't want it to be with my captain in Sky, but that was a shocker of a tackle again from him at the weekend. Oh, I think this is a quick one, really. So, um, Nathan said Son in game week 16 or a player that's still in the Carabao Cup. I'm fine with going Son. I think I'm going to bring him in. What do you reckon, Ben? You prefer the fixtures normally? Uh, it's tricky. Uh, well, you're, you're an Isak, aren't you? Yeah, he has got two, but will he play yeah. two? That's tricky. I think he'll he'll probably play in both games, but will he play ninety minutes? That's the only thing. Mm. And then you've got Luton and Forest after that. It's it's really hard to take Isak out. I think for those fixtures, even if he doesn't play full ninety in both both these uh, in them games, it might so, be a gift if I end up taking him out for Haaland, actually, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got Liverpool's got Man United, West Ham. You, I don't trust Nunez anymore. I've got him, so he needs to go. Uh, obviously, Salah. You want Salah? Isaac, if you've got him, I think keep him for these fixtures. Chelsea don't want any of their forwards. Brighton don't want any of their forwards. Fulham, no. West Ham, I'd be interested in Bowen if you could go to, uh, say, maybe five in midfield. Um, Everton, no. Palace, no. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's Son, really, isn't it? Son or Bowen or, like, if you're on Isaac. I don't, if, if I was going to pick, though, between Isaac from scratch and Son, I'd probably pick Son. But if I had Isaac, I wouldn't sell him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's annoying. That was the same reason I kept him for one more week this week. But we'll have to see how that Champions League one goes, I think. He's got a good record this year, Isaac. Mm. Until I brought him in. <laughs> <laughs> you you must be having such a terrible season, mate. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't complain. I Get the violin out. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Matt? Um, I am thinking Son is a player to bring in, uh, definitely. I'm hearing feedback. I hope that's not from that's gone. Um, but yeah, no, I think Son is definitely a player to bring in. I wouldn't regret not having owned him in the last game week, which I think a couple of people have in the Discord. Regretted that he's going to rise in price, subject to what seems to be ridiculously players not rising in price when they have stonking games a week and vice versa but he should so you could bring him in for a price rise i'm between three strikers for two slots at the moment and 
the next question from Anthony Stringer, which I think is already up on screen, is is currently my choice. It's two two of three of Watkins, Son, and Anthony Stringer selection. I will let you riff on Solanke because after one hour twenty, I need a loo break. But Solanke's a no for me. But you guys, you guys, chat Solanke for a second. So. Ben, do you want to talk about his fixtures? Yeah, so um, Bournemouth got Luton at home, which is a lovely fixture. Uh, Forest away, Fulham at home, Tottenham away, and then QPR in the FA Cup. Uh, I mean, it's a brave, it's a brave uh, transfer if you're going to go for it. It's a very brave transfer, and. Certainly in the championship form of fantasy football, which I think I've now mentioned more times than anything else tonight. Um, they've got Queen's Park Rangers in the cup and it's target Queen's Park Rangers. Now will he play <laughs> would be a um, would be a massive would be a massive question. So target Queen's Park Rangers certainly earlier on in the season until the change of manager recently. QPR were shipping goals like nobody's business. Yeah. Um, I mean, Solanke with Luton at home, Forest away, Fulham at home, as you've mentioned, he's 3.6 million. He's already got 106 points, totally under the radar in Dream Team. Um, there's only one player ahead of him, which is Al Pedro, who's cheaper in terms of number of points as a striker. Um, he's great value. I kind of expect before Scott comes back that I will probably not do it by the end of the week but for the moment i'm just going to say i am because <laughs> why wouldn't you Solanke is he could go big against luton the only the only thing that's concerning me a bit game week 18 spurs away game week 20 liverpool at home bournemouth are they doing something at the moment that's a little bit outside of the box a little bit are they playing a bit better than they have been for the rest of the season? Yes. Can they carry on this form? I don't know. But he's potentially got a bit of a price rise in him. So, Scott, I, I'd advise Solanke in. <laughs> I know you're Solanke and I'm not sure what your, your two points would be. Ben, in a yes or no? What was, what was yours? It's a no from me. I just think if I brought him in and he didn't do the business... I'd be just killing, just be pissed off of myself. I'd be like, why the f that bring him in? I like, I like him as like more of a FPL sort of pick, but mm. I just think if, I mean, again, if you were desperate or that was the only price point you had to get to, I might consider it, but I'm looking at, I'm looking at a Son or a Watkins at a minute. So I know they're, Maybe it'll work out over the sort of two, two or three weeks. But yeah, I'm I'm looking at one of the one of the big boys. I think Ooh, I'll admit uh, I'll I'll admit Scott that whilst you're away, I did say I would come back at, when you came back. I would say that I'm a Solanke and I'm probably on balance. Not I'm probably on balance the other two that I'm thinking about. <laughs> so it's Solanke and Remy Matthews in. Yeah, Remy Matthews up front as a striker, absolutely all the way. Yeah, probably uh, Kiefer Moore will play in that FA Cup match. Uh, good point. Right. Oh, he's playing he's play for your team, mate, is he? 
Is it you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hope we can get in that top 10 tonic league before the year's out. Well, what a segue, because I think we've got the league tables coming up next. But if you've enjoyed the video so far, drop a like on it. Subscribe if you're not already. I know at the minute we're we're streaming only to our Patreons, but if you're listening to the to this in the future and you're not subscribed, please do. And there'll be a link to our Patreon in the description below. Uh, we've got Discord community, uh, exclusive articles, which Matt often writes for us as well. Yeah, uh, I need to I'll try a few more in the, over the coming weeks, the month, I think. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes. So we'll have Matt's article on Dominic Solanke uh, in the next couple <laughs> of weeks. Um, I wrote Matt in the article. <laughs> uh, but let's come on quickly to the um, league table. So, um, Tonic Cash League first. We've got the top 10 on the screen, but with hour 30 and we'll quickly blast through the, the read out the top three, shall we? Which pains me to say because I've just dropped out of it. But in third place in the Tonic Cash League, uh, we've got Connor Tobin. In second place, we've got Henry Cartridge. And then I've gone blank on G Payne. G Payne, Graham. Graham, Graham Payne up there in first position in the Tonic Cash League absolutely smashing it as well is he is he second overall i might have to quickly double check that i think he's doing really well in the overall leaderboard uh dropped down to sixth sixth place in the overall leaderboard so doing really really well um up next then ben have you got it on screen as well do you want to do tag team yeah. so top three liam greaves and matt brackley second place baz mccormack and ben coles and our very own Anthony Sutcliffe and his Blackburn teammate, Andy Barnett. Nice one. Nice one there. You're not even in the top 10 yet, Matt, are you? No, we're not yet. But we've held back on chips. So I can see a lot more gold in that uh, top 10 than we've used. Plevner's confident you're going to get in the top 10 I'm, before the year's out. I think we'll be in the top 10 before the year's out, yeah. <laughs> Look at Buzz, he hasn't used the chip yet. Second. It's true, but look at Ben, he's used all three. So yeah, he's he's there. yeah, he's carrying him. <laughs> I think they've done that tactically, haven't they? <laughs> There's tactics going on there. Uh Patreon Cash League, so top three. Anthony Sutcliffe in third, Connor Tobin in second and then ben coles in first place there again for the patron cash league ben premier league third place o'higgins second place scott harris and top ben coles well played guys uh, which one are you in matt which championship which i think is hopefully coming up next which it is. Oh, have you got it? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah. We'll let you read the top. We'll let you read the top ten. Seeing as you. So, Connor's in at tenth, and then um, yeah, my team is in at ninth. Finally, into a top ten of something that's into the to to read out here. Then we've got Scott McKee in eighth. We've got Ryan Driver in seventh. We've got Jay McGow in sixth. Anthony Stringer in fifth. We've got Mr. Sherwood in fourth. Connor Tobin in third. We've got Tony in second. Well done, Tony. And we've got A. Wade with Asball at the top of the championship. 
Well played, guys. Sorry to all the other top 10 leagues. You're not getting read out. It's just top three. But we'll let Matt have it. <laughs> finally. Finally in the top 10. Go on, Ben. League one. Uh, third place, Lee Giles. Second place, Mark Warner. And top of the shot, Graham Payne. Well played. And how has he done well, that? Well done, six. League is in League One and sixth overall. You're gonna have to, we're gonna have to bump him up, aren't we? <laughs> now, nah, very well done, very well done. That is everything for this episode. Um, I've just done the plugs, so I won't go through them again. But please do leave a like and subscribe, um, it'll help the channel massively. Thank you very much for coming on, Matt. It's been good chatting with you. Oh, he's muted. It's <laughs> been really good to be on again, guys. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Yeah. Cheers, Matty. Cheers, guys. And one last thank you to all of the people still in the chat as well. Thanks a lot. We'll see you all on the next one. Bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.